Welcome to the Sharing Kindness podcast, where we explore the power of kindness and compassion to create a positive change in the world. I am your host, Tess, and with me today is my co-host, Kyle. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. (laughs) So today's episode is an update for our amazing supporters on their Sharing Kindness game. In 2022, we successfully launched our first ever Kickstarter, and we were then very quickly swamped into our busiest year to date for our uh, kindness advent calendars. So before we knew it, we were already in 2023. So today we're here to go to an update on where we're at with the game and uh, basically what you can expect from us in the near future. And we'll also be explaining the research and the development that has gone into the game so far. So join us as we discuss the Sharing Kindness game and how things have been progressing because truly together we can create a kinder and more understanding world for ourselves and for everyone. Yeah, thanks you so much for tuning in and uh, yes, where are we at, Kyle? (laughs) Oh my goodness. As you said, Jax, it's been such a busy last couple of months. Ever since we launched the Kickstarter in September 2022, We had the busiest year we've ever had for sharing kindness. I think it was, to be honest, a large reason was because of the gratitude challenge that we ran. Both of us did 21 days of gratitudes with a group as well, which we (laughs) ran for free. And I think that just set the mindset to make the end of the year such an impactful one. I know that you've got some numbers, right? I even say that to people and people like, what? I was like, it was because of the gratitude challenge. And everyone was like, like you, so what? You did so well. So 2022 Advent Calendar sold so well because you did a gratitude challenge with Kyle. And I was like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm like, <laughs> I'm a little like, yeah. Okay, weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm telling you, because honestly, I have never like the profound feeling of being in flow and the vibrations that the hype of just love and joy and uh, yeah, no, it's it truly, and I've been procrastinating. I hadn't even told you that I hadn't launched any ads or anything because I didn't really dare to do it because I was like, what if they're not going to sell? And what if no one likes mm. them? And what if, what if it's going to be a disaster? And then we did that and I was like, oh, we better probably launch it because we've got some great flex. And then, yep. yeah. Incredible to know that. So last year, I know that since we launched the game on Kickstarter, We very quickly were overwhelmed with the response that we had for the Sharing Kindness Advent Calendar. We did ramp up and I'm really happy to share with our audience that we were able to get those calendars into 15,000 homes, which I think is such a huge number for a small business. An idea that you had, Tess, three years ago, like what an amazing impact that you're making. And you worked out that there's about, what, 25 acts of kindness for each calendar. So yeah. ne- nearly 400,000 acts of kindness. Acts. Yeah. Yeah. And Amazing. that's just this year. And if you we, if you look at that through, like, over the three years of where we've had the kindness advent calendars, like, it's well over a half a million random acts of kindness is shared with everyone around us and all around the world. So it's just, yeah, it's profound. The most common thread that parents, teachers, and everyone who email me and call me even, they're like, it's the stories shared, Tess, the way that kids share their stories about someone being mean to them. And they're like, I didn't even know that. And now I know that. And even one mum was like, my favorite random act of kindness was the, yeah, the one that says, write something kind about yourself and put it on your water bottle. And she was like, 
my kid has never drunk so much water. She was like, this is brilliant. And I was like, oh my God. And see, this is it. Like, yeah, no. So I like the impact. It's a real impact that we're having. And 15,000 homes this year. Like I, yeah, I feel so grateful. Congratulations, Tess, on such a impactful year. I think, I think that we, we've both over the holiday break really spent a lot of time figuring out what are our goals for 2023, which I'm sure we'll talk about through this episode, but to have such an impact in 2022, it's just really affirming that oh. sharing kindness is on the right path. It's making a better world. And that's the whole mission, right? To try to raise the next generation to be more resilient, to be more kind, to be more compassionate and be just better humans in every oh. way they can. And my thing is, if we can teach our children to be kind to themselves, they're going to build such a strong foundation to share that kindness with others. And I think starting the business, that was like the first thing that came to me was like, kindness starts within. And it does. Like, I've always been very kind to everyone else. Okay, have I been kind to myself? No. Hence, I embarked on this whole personal development journey myself. And it was through that this business came along. But the point yeah. is, if I had it just reversed it and had taught myself to be kind to myself, I still would have been kind to others because that would have even come from an even more natural, pure love way rather than perhaps the more pleasing and perfectionism way oh, no. that it truly has been coming from. And there's nothing wrong with that either because the more kindness we can share with the world, the better. But we just mustn't forget about ourselves. And I think that's why yeah. all the products that I develop, like there's always that really true kind of three-way, like be kind to yourself, be kind to others, but don't forget about the planet Earth. Be yeah. kind to, to the environment and the I love world. That. Like, I love that. Mad. I and feel I'm so excited about next year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am right there with you, Tess, to be honest. I think there's, we've talked about this before, but the fact that both of us on our own individual journeys have had to find these tools of how to be kinder to yourself, how to, you know, really order, yeah. to dig deep, to dig deep and also rewire some of the pathways in your brain yeah. that are really like not, not good pathways. It might be these negative thoughts, these kind of self-limiting beliefs, these things that you think that aren't necessarily true, but they're so ingrained in your brain that you're really tearing yourself down before you've even given yourself a chance yeah. to succeed. It's like perfectionism can be that. Depression can be that. Anxiety can be that. There's so many things that can hold you back. And I think if we were able to give this to our younger selves at childhood, it would have made such a big impact. We had to find that on our own decades later. And I think that that's why both of us are so lit up and so passionate about not just the advent calendars, but the mission of sharing kindness. And I think that's where the game came from, where we were like, how can we make this not just a once a year thing that mm. people will do with their families at Christmas? How can we make this that something that people will play with their friends, with their family, with their schoolmates, something that actually teaches others in a fun, engaging way how to practice kindness, how to be grateful, how to have that perspective of, you know, what you should. Yeah. And through sharing stories. And I think that's where we keep coming back to. It's like through the power of a parent sharing a story about a struggle when they were little. Like every time I do so, my kids 
eyes light up and they're like, what? So did you also used to get angry at your mom? I'm like, yeah, I did. And it was hard and I cried and she cried and oh, okay. And it's this whole, and I think that's like this whole positive mindset. It also comes from having normalized situations that I've had people being, who have been mean to me. And I think that is, if there's one thing that I know that we've wanted to achieve with that game is like what you said, it's about having a positive default that you can go to when life challenges spring upon us, like they always do to some degree, but to not beat ourselves up in that situation to say, I'm stupid or I'm bad, or of course you weren't going to succeed at that. And I think that is like that whole self-talk, but it's really like the real connection with my kids. It comes from sharing, like it comes from sharing of the stories or the situations. Even when my kids have been they've done the wrong thing and whatnot. It's like coming from, and then I yelled, but then I'm telling them not to yell. Mm. And then, oh God, but if I just then rephrase it and go back to them, I was like, instead of going back into the room and saying, shouldn't be yelling at me and I shouldn't be yelling either. It's like, I'm so sorry that I yelled. And then you just open up from that sharing. And that is honestly like the game yeah. Oh, like it is going to have, yeah. And the conversations, the meaningful conversations that that is going to bring to family, yeah. profound, the impact is going to be absolutely Could, amazing. I couldn't agree more, Tess. And just to summarize what you said, I think that true strength is being vulnerable and mm-hmm. it's about opening up and being like, look, I'm human too. I've made a mistake. And you're sharing like the, you're sharing that it's okay to be not always right. It's okay to sometimes be, you know, just human. Like we're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to do things that we're not proud of. That's just part of this human experience. So if you can show that to your kids that, look, I sometimes do things that I say you shouldn't do. And it's not because I'm a bad person. It's because I make mistakes just like you. And you might shout, even though you know that it's not good to do. If I shout, if you shout, the important thing that you learn from that, you take accountability and you say, look, I'm sorry for yelling at you. I know that wasn't very nice and that's on me. And mm-hmm. I hope you can forgive me and we can move forward. Yeah, exactly. you know? And if you do that leading by example, that's great. Yeah. And this is, again, where the game comes in is that we yeah. have worked through all of the questions. We've actually added more questions into the game since yeah. the Kickstarter, which is great. And mm-hmm. I sat down with a, a psychologist and sat down with a social worker to go through these questions. And basically you know, the social worker works with, yeah. with children, troubled youth, essentially, from ages anywhere from 11 to 18, essentially. And we went through that. And basically it was like, this is great because it's not just always about acts of kindness. It's about having questions that shows that it's okay to open up. It's okay to share with other people how you're feeling and certain events in, in your life that you might look at differently if you have to think about it. So the questions really do help people change their perspective, perhaps in terms of what are things in your life that have happened recently that you're grateful for, or that didn't make you feel good or situations that were troublesome, allowing that conversation to happen. And if parents and grandparents, aunts and uncles, if I'm a family member, if people are open to that conversation with people they love and they trust, yeah. It just allows them to also be vulnerable. So it's a little bit more, I think, with this game, a matter of opening up and allowing that yes. safe space by leading by example, having the parents yeah. go through that. Yeah. And yeah, so I'm excited about that. I think that's a really cool part of this. Yeah. And just like you were saying about vulnerability and 
leading by example sometimes. Like yep. you need and to showing be vulnerable. Yeah, absolutely. And I know all the teachers that I've sat down with and to go through the questions with as well, they're like, this is massive test. This is even, and then everyone always gets so passionately involved and like, you know, you need to take your brand, like, to, like everyone needs to know about this and you need, yeah, I'm feeling so happy about actually being able to bring this to the world. So where it's at right now is that we've sent it all off. We had a few little hiccups with the yeah, manufacturing as it goes, um, companies and, you know, things change and whatnot and supply chain. But we've sent it all off to the manufacturer. In a few weeks, we will have the actual physical prototype. And I've done so many products now. And generally speaking, I've learned so much that the first prototype always pretty much becomes the last final product because figuring out print files and all the rest of it, I'm not going to bore you with all the details. <laughs> I'm very confident that the first prototype will be what we'll, we'll print. Yep. And then the company will print it and we will then have it shipped to my house, my living room in Australia. Your and fulfillment center? My fulfillment center. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, my warehouse slash. And if my husband listening, yes, that will be a few pallets. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, Lee. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, my God. What am I going to be able to park my car here for? Last time, three pallets. I was so worried he was going to get so angry. I literally lifted in three pallets of advent calendars. Oh, my God. For my wow. Well, did help. We, we can have a conversation, Lee. I'm happy to rent out my warehouse if you are interested. Shouldn't you just rent it? Shouldn't you? And I was like, do you want to pay? Like, you know, I'm a very small business. Like, Everything. Yeah. And yeah. secretly, I actually love fulfilling products in the middle of the night. I'm not sure if all my customers say the same. They're like, I really love your products. However, I did receive two. I only ordered one. And I'm like, oh, yes, that was yeah. that. Pile. Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. They're like, would you like us to send it back? And I was like, no, God, no, gift it to someone. Yeah, um, nice. But yeah, so anyway, so that's a prototype. And the minute we get our hands on that, we'll be going to full print, full steam ahead. And uh, yeah, the minute we get our hands on it, we will obviously be shipping them. And uh, we, I'm terribly sorry it has taken a little bit longer than what uh, we had originally thought. But like we said before, the end of 2022 was just survival mode, really. With, at the end of the day, with all the impact <laughs> of kindness that we've shared, it was well worth it. But Hence, the, the game did get a little bit uh, deprioritized for January yeah. 2023. <laughs> Definitely. I think every single session that we'd have where we'd sit down and we'd be like, all right, what's our agenda? What are we going through? It was yeah. all like, okay, this campaign, this fulfilling these orders and the game was on our list, but we were going through designs <laughs> and we were iterating questions. And man, I didn't realize how many design iterations you go through with a process right. like this. Like how many different versions of yeah. like the, the notepad have you gone through? How many different variations of the cards designs like, have you gone through? How many questions have we created? I think we've had like oh, over 300. Hundreds, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and, I think, and it's almost to the point of like when you overcreate, it's almost harder to yes. cipher through it. Oh my God, it's yeah. It's almost yeah. like at the same time. Then, And I think that was the brilliant thing when we then took it to the teachers, psychologists, and social workers that we knew at least, I felt like that was coming from a more confident position that totally. if 
I yeah. really don't like any of these. We have a lot more to come. Yeah. Oh, you didn't like those questions. Here's a hundred more. And I feel like that's where I'm also, we were coming from such a good place because not only will we have the printed version, but we're also working with the developer to have the app made. And this is mm. where we've got so much room for development in terms yeah. of having test new editions, have limited editions, have more situational editions that psychologists can take to their rooms and therapists and social workers and teachers. That the world's at our feet. Yeah, exactly. But that exactly. is what I'm like also so excited about. I know most people who have supported us before or so far, it's mainly obviously because of the beautiful pr printed product. But so the app is just going to be, yeah, it'd be like the, I don't even know if that's a thing in English, but tip of the iceberg. It's kind of. No. Very much a thing in English. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But I couldn't agree more. I think that 2023, Ted, we've outlined the goals, but my ambitions are really, how do we take sharing kindness, the mission with sharing kindness to a more diverse group of people? Because with the advent calendars, we've seen the growth. And last year was the most phenomenal year we've had since launching the business. However, can we create products that people can use on games night? They can take it on holiday. They can play it on road trips. They can use this product in like more life in a way yeah. and make it fun. Yeah. And we've got ambitions also, everyone, to really focus on software as well. My, my background is a web developer and project management and all that type of fun stuff. And I really see that software, the amount of games that are coming out, apps and things are such an important part of people's lives. It's not going away. Digital is going to become more and more <laughs> prevalent. Unfortunately, I was hoping, secretly hoping it was for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. And I think it's more, it's not so much a matter of whether or not this should be allowed in the classroom or whether or not this should be allowed in front of your children. It's more, what is the content that they're going to get access to? And is that actually helping them become better people and yeah. learning and educating them? Or is it stuff that's rotting their brains or keeping them addicted because the games are really made to be as addictive as possible? So. I think that's the question really from my perspective. My ambition with sharing kindness is to provide the best quality content that we can, the best possible educational content to reach as many children and make as big as impact as possible to share kindness, to educate them on positive psychology, on resilience, on gratitude and on but just being more kind and empathetic people because the world needs that man. <laughs> it needs that. And this is it. And once again, just to read iterate that like and it all starts within it honestly does it's the if they can write their own positive story they will create positivity in the world like yeah. it's as simple as that like they will spread it much more easily and it will become contagious in a whole different way when you come from a centered and aligned definitely and i think if we get really deep and metaphysical here if we're able to leave a legacy of future generations that are that have a better world for them to inherit, and we're trying to raise kids that are more resilient, more empathetic, more kind, like that's going to mean that the future is even better, right? And we're trying to make the world a better place through right. the mission of sharing kindness. So the game is only one part of that, but it's one that I'm really excited about because I think it's making it fun and it's a way that we can share it with a lot more people. Yeah. I was just going to say that too, and we'll be able to share that with so many more people so much easier as well. Yeah, no, it's honestly 2023 and I've never been as excited as what 
I've always, and I think this comes down to all the self-limited beliefs and all these things, but thanks to you too. And thank, and just having someone like you, Kyle, and who believe, who also believes in your mission, because before the amount of people who also what you like, kindness, kindness, what, what? And I was like, yeah, I want to share kindness. I want to make the world a better place. Like I want to leave some sort of footprint. Like I want to make people believe in themselves and through believing in yourselves they will be able to conquer the world with kindness but and there's always the critics and there's always this thing but this is 2023 I bring it on because I've never felt so sure and so positive about a year um, amazing amazing I know that 2023 for me it's all about creating an impact and it's like how many people can we help with what we're doing with sharing kindness if it means that one child opens up more and is able to deal with adversity in their lives better, like mission accomplished, that's such a great focus. And the fact that you've gotten your calendars into 15,000 homes last year, 400,000 acts of kindness, like you're making an impact. Yeah. It's like the chaos theory or whatever, you know, the butterfly flapping its wings. I know, exactly. So it's really impactful. And I know that this year, I'm hoping we can make it a million acts of kindness this year and we can get the game into i think so and we're trying to get the game into every school in the world we're trying to get the game across everywhere we possibly can it would be such an amazing mission because if you can invest 50 bucks or whatever you spend on some a product that's going to help your children become more resilient learn the frameworks of positive psychology those are things that hopefully will stay with them for life. And I think yeah. that's such a good investment. I wish I'd learned these things when I was a yeah. child. Like, this is why and, and where the game came about too, is like, it is a, it, for the family. It's not like what, meanwhile, you're perhaps buying it because you want your kid, your child to be more positive. Meanwhile, you're reapping, like you're getting all the benefits as well. So it's a, totally. it's truly a win-win. Like it's not just. Yeah. It's not just a one way. Yeah, no, I'm honestly. You know, speak, speaking of that test, like we were talking about why did we develop this? What was the kind of the research behind it all? And like we were thinking you've got affirmation cards, which is very much like a solo activity, right? You do that on your own. And some people would see that as like a hard habit to form because habits are much easier to form if you're doing it with other people. Everybody knows that. If you've got a gym buddy, you're going to go yeah. to the gym way more. <laughs> and, and so the game means that this is something that you can go on a journey together as a yeah. family, as friends, as classmates, whatever, wherever you're going to look to play this game. I think being able to share that with others and be able to play this game of being vulnerable, opening up and talking about experiences in your life that you might not necessarily talk about a hell of a lot. Like you're able to then connect deeper with your family, shift your perspective to being more grateful for the things in your life, the people in your life, the situations, yeah. anything. I think that's really impactful. I think being able to share that with a group. Is- and hence relationship. Yeah, exactly. Even even like what the research that we've seen yeah. in terms of like the deep relationships is honestly, yeah, because what was the research that you were telling me about before? I'm going to draw a blank on the actual yeah. name of the book, but a new book that's come out that's the longest lasting study on happiness. And they found that the number one factor for people's scoring high on happiness was people who had good, solid relationships. So it could be with their partner, with their parents, with their children, with even like mentoring people or just being a good boss and having that good relationships or in your community. 
That was like the number one factor for satisfaction and happiness in this study over 75 years or something crazy. Yeah. So that blew my mind. Yeah. And that's profound. And this is honestly, through sharing stories and through practicing gratitude and through vulnerability, we are able to deepen those relationships. And through deepening the relationships, we're going to live more fulfilled lives. And that happiness is, is not about walking around being happy all the time, but it's like that true happiness of, of being more, not so like this up and down, but just a little bit and being okay with all the other feelings and not categorizing the feelings as bad and good or Mm. happy. And it's, they're all part of you. They all define you who you are. So instead of trying to fight all of the events and situations that you may have been taken part of, talk about them and be vulnerable about it and just, yeah, deepen those relationships. And yeah, I I know that's me like all of my trials of playing the game with the kids it's yeah and they love it that's awesome tess and you're right life is not a linear line you don't reach a level of enlightenment and then you know you're always happy that's just not how life works you are going to have ups and downs the point is that by learning these skill sets this framework of positive psychology which is what gratitude practice is all about you're able to see things you can learn from those challenges that you go through. It's facing adversity with more resilience and more ability to not let it defeat you, not let it overcome you and not let it tear you down so that you're beating yourself up to no return. It's really about dealing with those downs with a bit more resilience. Yeah. And it's almost a bit like, I think my kids, I tend to like the analogies, like it's just looking through a different lens, like looking at your life or looking at other people's lives through different lenses. And it's, and I think that's what it's like gratitude practice, how that gives you so much more resilience. It just makes you more aware of how to look at yourself and, and the rest of the world. And even knowing that when people perhaps are rude to you, it's like, instead of just straight away, feel so angry and resentment take the space being like oh this person's probably having a really bad day I don't really know what happened to that person before I met him not that gives them the excuse to be rude but it just gives you that ability to give yourself a space reflect because you have a more of a default position Mm. based on gratitude based on resilience based on confidence based on self-esteem based on everything that really gratitude practice and deepening relationship comes with. Amazing. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. This is great, Tess. And it's good to recap why we're doing this and the mission behind it. I know that this game is going to be impactful, even if it helps one family, one child. I think that's mission accomplished. And so from here, we're getting all the designs off to the manufacturer, getting them shipped over. So we expect that to take how long? What is it? Six weeks for manufacturing to get that all yeah, back? Approximately and- six weeks for manufacturing. So I'll give it, I'm giving it three weeks for prototyping. And then from prototyping, pending that nothing needs to be changed. And even if they're just slight little changes, then that's no problem. And then we'll just press the button and Amazing. have it print. So exciting. So hopefully we'll also be getting the app done very soon as well. Yes. So we're looking for a soft launch date of March, 2023 to have the physical game there for people to buy and fulfilling all the amazing people who've ordered the game already. Thank you to everyone for your support and just for backing something that clearly we both believe in. And it's just very validating 
to have your support and your belief in this as well. And to our friends, to our family, to customers all around the world, you've really helped us in making this dream a reality and couldn't be more grateful. That exactly. I am very grateful. And what I always end with is thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No, this is great. So look, stay tuned, everyone, for the next upcoming release of the game. Tess and I are committing to getting this done ASAP because we really want to get this out there. We're also going to be trying to do more updates. We're so sorry we haven't done more updates with the Kickstarter, but hopefully you now understand that we've just been absolutely off our feet with all the, the advent calendars and getting those out there. I think the amount of demand was completely, we sold out, right? Sold out yeah, all yeah, the calendars. Sold yeah. yeah, 100%. That's so good. It's like it was selling. And I think this is, it wasn't like it was between July and December. It was like five weeks. I know. Yeah. It was literally like, Hey, I think that this is going really well. Okay. This is going crazy. Okay. This is insanely. Yeah. This is going crazy. And we just didn't have time to breathe. You were packing orders until 2 a.m. every night, you poor thing. And then here I am like catching up every day being like, Tess, we got to get the game done. You're like, dude, I need to sleep. <laughs> you can help pack me, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, well, yeah. You know. The thing is too, and I think something that I pride myself as well, and I think, and I've said it many a times is. All of my products and which you will see when you get it, there is so much thought that goes into them. It's not just making any other product like anything else. And I think that's my, I always want everything to be different in a way. And then I want it to be extra special in a way. And then I think about things along the way. I was like, oh, that would make it even more special. Yes. Okay. How do I do that? Yeah. Um, I also feel very aligned with how it's happened because a lot of good things have come out of that as well. Amazing. And yeah. I just cannot wait to get my hands on an actual physical thing. Oh, me too. Yeah. And I think that's why Sharing Kindness has been such a, a special brand is that the care and attention and the level of detail that you put into each and every one of your products, you, you can tell that yeah. everything is really well thought through. So I know that people are going to love this game. I, I'm going into this with the utmost confidence that it's going to be a really fun and a really successful project. At the end of the day, I'm just hoping that people can get this, they can share it, and they can use it to deepen yeah. their connections and relationships. And I can't wait to get my hands on it. The times that I've played it, I've loved it. It's been really fun. So yeah, I, I definitely think that people need to stay tuned. We'll try yes. to do more updates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk less, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Talk more. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, well, thank you, Kyle, for always being so good and believing and, yeah, supporting. Hey, it's easy to support something so amazing and so impactful. So thank you, Tess, for putting this all together and allowing me to be a part of your amazing mission. That sounds good. And for everyone listening, I'll see you next week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Weekly episodes coming to you. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to us or follow us on YouTube. It would honestly mean the absolute world to us. And if you would like to leave a comment or a review, please do so. Stay tuned. And thank you so much for all your support. We will see you in the next episode. Thank you.